All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you, Lisa. I like that we went from... Originally, Lisa was the intro to the podcast. And then we got away from Lisa when there were sponsors added in. And then the sponsors left and we're just right back to Lisa again. I, Circle of life. You missed my singing era in the... Well, the singing era was very important. Yeah. We might have to go back to that. It was short. It was very short. <laughs> Too short for my liking. To be Probably honest... Got, what, three episodes? Once the Vegas intro happened, I don't think there was any top in it. So it was really hard to think of anything. Was that that? Uh, can, we, can we not yeah. talk about Vegas right now? I'm still upset about the schedule. We're going to get okay. to that, Rick, my friend. Saturday's every day in Vegas. It is true. I'll go for a fucking Tuesday... It ends in Listen, why I just spent a week there. in Vegas during the, like, I'll, I'll do it again. If it ends in why I will be there. It's fine. We'll get there. First, I want to start off with a shout out to our friends at Oodle Noodle. Watch out for some Oodle Noodle and Oilers Nation collab content that's going to be starting in early July. They've got a new box coming out that we're going to be sampling for them and creating some content around. So watch out for that. You're sampling the inside or the outside of the box. Are we working both, on both delicious? You have something to do with the menu and the art? Uh, art, no. The box itself has already been, uh, you know, put together. Okay. It's releasing in July. Oh, so it's not. Oh, I, I see where we're coming with. So we are going to be having some delicious oodle noodle to enjoy here in the office, as well as free agency day on Saturday, Liam. Yes. The Nation Network War Room or whatever you want to call. Mm-hmm. What would you call that outside? War Room? I would call it a war room. It's Most be- days it's a war room. Tyler's here. Should I let him in? Who said, no. I thought I said, told Tyler we didn't want him here. It's true. You did. Oh, yes. I read the text. Make him wait. I'm going to put him in. I oh, think if I just caved. click. Keep him on if mute. he's at Tootsie's, he cut him off. Keep him in the waiting room. You oh. caved. There he is in his sunglasses. 
Tyler, can you hear us? Oh, I cannot hear him at all. We need the volume up. Is he just coming through your computer? I think so. We're trying to record a podcast in here. Well, they have it. Uh, There's Tyler uh, checking in from Nashville. uh, There he goes. Okay. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) We should figure that out for Friday or will he be home for Friday? Well, the thing is in travel transit. Our mics are currently going through those speakers. Yep. So I'm a little unsure. I guess I could probably have plugged those in. Ah, whatever. I barely got the camera set up today. You could kind of expect me to have everything. Really. We'll talk about that after, actually. What was, was I talking nice about? Oh, yeah, Oodle Noodle. We're going to have some content coming up, <laughs> including on Free Agency Day on Saturday. They're going to be sponsoring the free agency coverage that we're doing here at Nation HQ. Look out for that. First, we got to start off the podcast with a delicious debate. Tyler, you there? No? All right. To Liam, our delicious debate, sir, for the fine folks at Oodle Noodle, 18 locations and counting. Of course, you can get free Oilers Nation stickers at any of the Edmonton locations. The delicious debate. Yes. The NHL has been busy this past 26 hours or so. Let us debate the trades that have happened. Starting off with, I think, our old friend Taylor Hall, who was traded to the Boston Bruins. Along, along with, with Nick Foligno, who they re-signed for one four year, bucks. four million today. And then two prospects in Ian Mitchell, former Spruce Grove Saint, and Alec Regula, who's another defenseman. Uh, I do find it interesting that Nick Foligno had 26 points this past year. Hmm. Four million bucks. I don't really get that one. I guess Chicago's they're they're just trying to get to the floor. They're just trying to pay guys and it'll be a good leader for them and all that kind of stuff. So maybe the extra million is just one year to the floor. That's all it is. And then it's fine. Might be able to flip him. They'll probably get traded to a, you know, a contender at some point if you wanted. Well, I guess Chicago currently has two players in their forward group signed through next year. Hell yeah. Tyler Johnson. Nope. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall and Andreas Athanasiu. They don't have Tyler Johnson. Oh, two of our former friends. No. (laughs) Tyler Johnson is a UFA. No, a UFA next year. Oh, so he signed. He's sorry. Yeah, I should say like into the 2024, 25 season. So basically the entire roster is ready to turn over at a moment's notice. The minute Connor Bedard is ready to compete. I mean, that's how you build it. Taylor Hall's career has been weird. Yeah, I feel kind of bad for him. Six years in Edmonton. Three and a half in New Jersey. Did not want to leave the city either. Did not. For the record. Went to New Jersey. Won his MVP in Jersey. Then he got traded to Arizona at the deadline one year. I forgot he was a coyote for a minute. Then he did 37 games in Buffalo. Got traded to the Bruins. A little bit of time in the with the Bruins. And that now he Sabres is on his team was- sixth team that Sabres team was a disappointment well and that, that they had a lot of talent on that team and they didn't do damn thing i did and like he that signed, he signed the nine million dollar got the bag contract though he was oh, gonna yeah. go and get that and then be traded at the deadline as yeah. his backup but that anyways. team was yeah big disappointment i feel bad for him because two years in boston let's just say best team in the nhl last year Obviously disappointing how it went on the playoffs, but then you get moved to the worst team in the NHL. Chicago's not going to be good this year, even with Bedard. They're not going to be good for a couple of years. Arguably, his statistics will do fine just with Connor yeah. Bedard and but him. Personally, other, but fine. yes. Yeah, and I don't think that's an issue with him anymore. I think the guy wants to win. Like he's 31 years old now or close to. Arguably, he's still a, he's a rental option too for Chicago sure. at, the, at the deadline too. They could he's send him got somewhere. Two yeah. left. 
Two years at six million. You do fifty percent retained, and someone gets a. $3 if you do fifty percent retained on Taylor Hall at three million bucks, yeah. there's going to be plenty of takers. I think he's probably. Player. I think you're going to see that with a lot of the players that yeah, Chicago. Yeah, lands. if you're not so. LTIR though, then all of a sudden that's fifty percent at whatever's left on his contract too, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's six, say it's you know a fifth way through the year, you got a million. You're looking at seven hundred fifty grand for him for the for the playoff stretch. Yeah, and then next Bargain. year's contract, whatever it is, but. Yeah. So how would you grade the Taylor Hall trade, Liam? Starting off our delicious debate for our friends that we don't know. I would give it sh- Chicago, honestly, probably an A. I feel like getting two trade pieces, but two guys who are really going to help it all is a really good thing. Like Nick Felino has been a captain before. Taylor Hall has been Connor Bedard before, mm-hmm. where he's gone into an organization and there's not really a ton of leadership there, I would say. So I think it's really good on that point for Boston to get something for Nick Felino is very good. And you get two guys who are both, uh, I believe, I don't know if regulars played in the NHL, but Ian Mitchell has played in the NHL, both RFA. So you're going to get them both back on cheap deals if you want to keep them. If Maybe. they want to keep them. Their if whole point was dumping them. cap. Pretty much. And they so, did it, so they I, got away with I it. I would give both teams, I would give... Sh- Chicago and a, a Boston, Boston Bruins, a B because they had to get rid of a really good player for nothing. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think you're too far off there. Yeah. Boston got exactly what they wanted and you know, was able to dump some contracts. And I like the addition for uh, a guy like Hall around a guy like Bedard, someone who's been there, like you said, um, when he got here, we surrounded him with absolutely no veteran talent. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> zero, zero, zero veteran. No offense talent. to Hork and Hemsky, but like Penna, Come on. <laughs> it wasn't the type of guy you needed. And like Hall got here in 2010. When did Hemmer leave? He left. Uh, when did Hork leave? Andrew Ference was a part of that organization. You guys. <laughs> and on. I stand by my original statement. <laughs> I think um, Holkoff was there for two more years. And Hemmer was maybe there for three. Because they so were Hemmer, also, and, Hemmer and Hall played for three years? They might have. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I think two incredible. years. I remember being at his last game against the Ottawa Senators and he before basically he the got Ottawa on the plane. Before he went to the Ottawa <laughs> yeah. Senators? I think I would flip my grade from what Liam did. I would give the Bruins an A plus because they are the best team in the league in the regular season last year. And they just went and made it that they now have $7 million in cap space to go and retool something, reconfigure something on their team, resign other guys, whatever they need to do. They just made it like teams that are that good should be in cap hell the year later. Right. If you're, if you're, if you're looking at the way that the NHL has worked previously. And so it's annoying to me that Boston was able to pull that off. And then I give Chicago the B just because they helped Boston out there. And that's the only reason. But the rumor is Chicago did it. resign Bertuzzi. And the rumor is right now is that they're not, they're not resigning Bertuzzi now. So they have 10 million Mm -hmm. and they got to get Trent Frederick. The rumor is Patrice Bergeron. Uh, Boston is operating as if Bergeron and Krejci aren't returning. So then outside of those two, they have Frederick, Tyler Bertuzzi, Garnet Hathaway, Thomas Nosek, um, Connor Clifton, and Dimitri Orlov. And it sounds like and they have to, not resigning. Yeah. So. Uh, and Swayman's an RFA. Just gives them some flexibility where they didn't have it before. For right? sure. And they so, still have 10 million. Yeah. So. so it's just, it's that's frustrating to me. Um, but yeah, it makes sense for both teams. It's a good deal for both teams. And so that's frustrating as a fan of not one of those teams. I, like I said earlier, I just feel bad for Taylor Hall. Fucking guy can't stick on a team. That's any good for, it's not like he gets on him either. Right. He's not like played his way out of Boston. No, eight points in the playoffs for them in those, that seven game series. Yeah. Pretty sure he's the highest point getter. Probably. (laughs) It's just, 
to me, it's just a really interesting career path for the guy. Shout out to Wiener Motown who made the joke that uh, he had to follow the draft uh, lottery thing, <laughs> even <laughs> though it was in the wrong order. Normally, yeah, normally he gets He's there the one. and He's then the, they get the first round, yeah. first overall pick. But, so where's the first round to go next year? Stars. Wherever he goes. So it's pretty much already done that Chicago gets the first round two years in a row. I don't know. What yeah, if, well, they get, what if like he gets it. dealt at the deadline? With Batman in charge, it was already going though. Delta the deadline. That team misses the playoffs. They win the draft lottery. What's the next trade we're looking at, Liam? Kevin Hayes to the St. Louis Blues at 50% retained, which is basically 3.5 million for a sixth round pick going for back three to more the years. Was this for trade two not more held years. up two earlier more. because somebody on the Blues was supposed to be going that needed? Yeah, it was Tory Krug. So he, he like, needed to nah. wave and, and now the return is instead of Tory Krug going, it's a sixth round pick. Bingo. How did it go from like, what was <laughs> the negotiations? Yes. I'd love to know. I feel like we Tory Krug is Tory slightly Krug. better than this year's sixth round pick. Nah. <laughs> we want Tory Krug. It, All right, Tory, we want to trade you to Philly. We are going to get Kevin Hayes. And he just goes, fuck that. All right. Sixth round pick it is. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> Between this and then the Provorov trade earlier, it just feels like Danny Briere wants to get out from underneath some of the, the old home, not Holmgren. Uh, he wants to the, change Hextall. Hextall. Yeah. The Hextall moves. So last year in 81 games as a new GM. Yeah. Last year in 81 games, Kevin Hayes had um, 18 goals, 36 assists, 54 points. So it's not like he's correct me if I'm wrong though. Hayes is that guy that always everybody, when he signed that contract, everybody was like, Whoa, he signed it after, uh, was he with Winnipeg when he signed the deal? Uh, When he left? Yeah. He he wrapped up the year with, he went from the Rangers to the jets signed with Philly in 2019, 20 for how much? Six, seven. Million. It was an average of 7.14. So there's one the that's AAV. just, I think, I feel like for a guy like Hayes, that's got to just be like number also hurting you. Not your fault that you accepted the contract, but. I just look at St. Louis's picks and they just accumulate all those picks from trading guys. They have an extra third round of this year, an extra third round of next year, an extra second this year, next year, sorry. And then three first round picks this year. And the only thing Philadelphia could get out of them was a sixth round pick. Almost had Tory Krug though. It's again the it's weird. How we went from Tory Krug <laughs> to a sixth round pick is amazing to me. It, yeah, I mean Philadelphia for me is a is a major F. I get it. You want to move on from cap and everything, but Kevin Hayes is a good NHL player, and you can still get something for him, even if it is kind of like a mid-level prospect. And I know the money was something you wanted to move, but also now you only have one retainable spot left. And it just seems like a really weird thing to be doing for St. Louis. I think this is a killer deal to get Hayes. What is he now? 31, 31 years old, 56 points. You said last season, BM. Yep. Three and a half million for three years. St. Louis have really that's just a, turned this around so quickly. That's a nice bargain for St. Louis. Like as far as the trade goes, that's a hell of a trade for St. Louis. Yeah. So I do not understand it from the Philly angle. So I'll, I'll, I'll go a again for St. Louis Louis and then F F minus for Philly. Yeah. Horrendous. Like uh, surely this is not the market. I get like the money, the cap and everything like that. It is a cap dump, but you're cap dumping a guy that's actually pretty good. He's a second line center. But right. from a team like, that's not that great anyways. Doesn't I just don't understand like how Philly's like, okay, we're going to retain half of this contract and all we want is one of the worst picks you can give. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it's, 
it's a it's a head scratcher, but and it feels like Philly is doing what Arizona had done, what Chicago ended up having done to them. Like where that's, that is what they're trying to do. So you yeah. rebuild them, yeah. score, no, yeah, strip sure, it down, yeah. start it from start from scratch. Yeah, they are tearing her down. But Chicago still got a lot back for what they moved out, didn't they? Not is, well, yeah, but Chicago, but Chicago's players were that they moved were the docks and the. The uh, Debrinkets of the world. Whereas I'm not saying that Kevin Hayes is a bad player. No, I know. But I think that that number is what is. Kevin I, Hayes is 31. Those guys are yeah. both like 21. Yeah. Those guys were at the beginning of their career. Kevin Hayes is at the end of his prime. Yeah. And I feel like these yeah. GMs right now, like the top, like every time I hear that $1 million that the cap space is going to be next year, allegedly, it seems like the GMs are just panicking at that. It's not going up a million. It's going or nothing. It's only, yeah, it's only going up within that 1 million window or is it going to, no, it's like it's sticking at 83. Oh, well, 80 see, five. I feel like staying, I feel like GMs are panicking at that. No shit. I and would be too. It's, it's, exactly. It is wild. Like I was looking through cap friendly's got the history of the cap, which is interesting to look at since Ken Holland has been GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Gone up, like 2 up 2 million, $2 million, 81 and a half years. to 83 and a half. And people want to sit here and like blow and, and Tear Holland apart and stuff. There's a serious asterisk beside what he's doing here. We were saying this yesterday on Real Life. We had a very makeshift crew yesterday <laughs> on Real Life. Though. To say the least. But just brought in Evander Kane, brought in Zach Hyman, brought in Nugent Hop, brought Nugent back on a team-friendly deal. Very. He's got a lot of work done with next to no money. Like, I don't know. Liam said last uh, yesterday, it's kind of like you got to give him some love for keeping the band together with no money to spend. And he's added around it. He's, he's improved our secondary, like the secondary scoring. He's improved the bottom six. He's improved all the, all the, uh, the six defensemen, three of them he's brought in. He's what? There's like one year he hasn't tried to, to acquire something to help. And all people want to do yeah. is sit here and yell about fucking double a and, ca- and the casting contract, see, which are both prior to COVID. And but both, even those were good shots. Like that's what I mean. Yes, were yes, those yeah. are just fine. You thought well, with at the, the way the cap has been here, moving, yeah, with the way and, the cap has been moving all the whole time. Those were just fine moves. Yeah. We and if you didn't the, make those moves, people would have lost their mind. Maybe the cast of things is a bit different because he's such a polarizing player. Some people loved him. Some people hated him, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But you know, double a for the two second rounds. That's what you do with that. And Mike, green coming in as yeah a, and then a, for a flyer of a and guy then if there's that, no covid who knows maybe mike green stays around for another another season and same thing with the fantasy if the cap goes up then he's around it just there's a whole many there's a whole and bunch nobody of sits there at least he gets like go shot. through and it's a terrible example but go through twitter and read all those damn things about all these old dudes that are sitting there <laughs> tearing them apart because but not one of them will give them credit for that there's one thing i know about twitter that's where the most rational arguments go. <laughs> mm. i want to talk about the pld trade before we move on to the next thing or the uh, alleged rumored alleged. trade it still has not happened yet as we're no no it was on tsn's and yeah, so the happened. trade oh, it is done <laughs> yeah, the yeah trade has happened but the return is not confirmed yes 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 okay so, so what we got so far let me pull it up here, but it, it, it looks like he's going to the LA Kings. What was it? Eight and a half million for eight years. I think. I yes. He's right? getting 8.5 over eight years. I mean, <laughs> so Dan made so, the joke. I want to give Dan full credit, but head of the podcast, he has already requested a trade out of LA. Hasn't gotten there yet. <laughs> See, I saw somebody say, well, he kind of like scoffed at it and said, that's Leon money, but I don't agree. It's not really Leon. That's anymore. end of contract Leon money. But you also can't, yeah, you can't Leon compare. money. What is that now? Six end of contract. Ago? Exactly. Hard to give, hard to give credit or hard to take. You can't walk out to me to too many pegs for that, but eight and a half million bucks. <laughs> yes. 27 goals, 36 assists for 63 points last year with the jets in 73 games. Still make it make so, sense. Bank milk. Like why? 
what has Pierre-Luc Dubois done to prove himself a player of... Well, I'll tell you what he's done. I'll give you... 65 right. points or whatever. Is, 63 I mean, points is no joke. I do think eight and, a, eight's prob- eight and a half is probably a million and a half million too much, but it's in at least the I'll circle. tell you what it's done. It's opened up the Oilers avenue through the Pacific a little bit. Listen, their depth at center to me was not the reason that they lost no. that series against the Edmonton Oilers. I don't no. see that team adding a pair like Dubois and being like, Oh, like oh, if it's I follow was he's part of it. Correct. So it, a, yes. Greg, Greg said on Owen every day today, that is I follow Valari and uh, Kapari. Yeah. I don't it. think there's any other names that rhyme in there. So I that's got so all. many, that's so <laughs> many Kempi, you know, uh, you would imagine this. I would imagine there's probably a pick in there. Maybe L- LA, yeah. LA feels like they got out offensed against us and took an opportunity I to just, try and fix it. And by doing so, I think shot themselves in the foot a little they, bit like, with their, with the effectiveness they had. I think Gabriel Valari, he's the guy I'm going to single up, focus on right now. He's just kind of getting going on his NHL career. So it's huge. Six foot three, 250 pounds, 23 years old, just put up 23 goals and 41 points. He is 60. 5% of the way to what PLD put up last year with yeah. Winnipeg. And he missed a ton of games, didn't he? Missed yeah, he only played 63 games. Yeah, so. Yeah, he's he's very good. I'm, I'm surprised he's more I'm to the su- deal other than just him. Like, if it was Valari and then, like, I a thought- couple of picks, and I think that would be more reasonable for LA, but to, like, you're giving up so much depth. Like I have follow. I hate that guy. Cause he's such a pest. Exactly. And he, he was, he was very, very good for LA in the playoffs. Not against good enough. Yeah, and PLD enough. did Kapari disappears kind of in the playoffs. Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's crazy to me that they're getting multiple players out of him after requesting another trade in it's five wild. games yeah. with the jets wild. against the golden Knights. He had four points in seven games with the, his first seven games in the playoffs with the jets. He had three points. In Columbus, he did zero. Well, yeah, had 10 points in 10 games in 2019, 2020. I just, yeah, it's, overrated. It's a confusing one. This is, we're talking about a dude who's in his early 20s and on his third team already. On his own. Like it's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah no, like it's, just, it. it's not like, it's not a Taylor Hall situation. Yeah, he's yeah. 25 years old, just turned 25 a few days ago. Happy birthday. I guess getting eight and a half million bucks <laughs> times eight is a nice birthday present as there is. It's not bad. But uh, yeah, I don't get that one. I think, the Montreal Canadiens did the right thing here. I do too. Avoiding him, avoiding him, knowing that, like, hey, like, they were going if when he becomes an unrestricted free agent, and he wants to be here, then it is what it is. Rather than giving up those assets to do it, like that would just be, it just seems unnecessary. For what was the other place he asked out of? Columbus, and they got uh, Patrick oh, Line and Jack Roslovic. Yeah. Well, He's been involved in some, those are two huge trades. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and that's, boy. and he's, it, I mean, the signing before it is, is a huge part of it too. There's buyer beware a little bit on this one. I think it's wild. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with him in LA. Is there, an, is there a no movement clause in there now that kicks in? There? Probably. Probably. I would imagine. imagine. Then the interesting thing about this will the be. The team put it in themselves. <laughs> yeah. PLD is going move. to a market where no one gives a fuck. Yeah. And that'll probably actually help him a little bit. Maybe. <laughs> You got to think that, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it could be. He's never come out and said what his, his thing is. It's not like a cranky situation. I can tell you one thing. Winnipeg, no airport, tired of the bus rides. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Two, their van cabs only allow four people in them for some Mm -hmm. reason. Stupid. Three, their cab, their curbs are very high. 
Like if you've got a bum <laughs> knee or maybe you have something going on with your hip, just lifting your leg up those curbs very hard. You can't eat at Mitzi's all the time. You might be allergic to chicken fingers. You could be. And then, I mean, with Columbus, that, that cannon's incredibly loud. Yeah, mm-hmm. it scared Johnny Gaudreau. He admitted that. <laughs> Probably hurts his ears. <laughs> Go yeah, on. So. Keep telling us about your Columbus knowledge. <laughs> Go on. So uh, That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> the King's Senate Dev next year will be Kopta, Deneau, and then Dubois, and then Blake Lazard. They're Which is a, a very legit, but I would imagine good, yeah. that they're not going to play all three of them stacked. Who's going to play net? You don't think now? so? Do you want to know as your third line center? Probably. Why'd you bump Byfield out of there, by the way? I thought Byfield. Because he's really playing good. on the, uh, oh, I just assumed that, but well, he played the wing a lot. I didn't he in this, in this I'm just looking at what you're looking at and they have Byfield I in the third assumed, spot here. I just and assumed, you didn't even bump yeah. him down one spot. Well, hey, they just got rid of Ayafalo and Velarde, <laughs> who are both their right wingers, second and third line uh, right wingers. Shuffle them over. And then Kapari is a fourth line left winger. All I can, all I can tell you so far this summer is that Edmonton is living rent free in the King's heads. Look, I'll, this, I'll say this too. Like, and I don't know if I really believe this as much, but I, uh, Stoff was saying on the radio on my way in is that there's been like whispers about when Leon's contract is up, that LA might be a place for him. I don't know exactly why. Um, maybe it's the, the girlfriend's job out there or whatever. I really don't know what the, what the connection was there. However, he said, if this goes, because obviously it was before the trade was uh, o- official, um, maybe this kind of puts a, a kibosh on that. Why well, is Stoff even putting that in the universe? I've heard it before, too, and I don't really know why. Um, Come on, man. Yeah, but he he brought it up. So it's Stoff. Uh, Sorry, who are the players that are going again? It's IFL. No. I, yeah, I follow uh, Rasmus Kapari and Gabriel Velarde. Another thing, too. So they've only got $4 million to... Does this team not kind of get a goal? scream Carolina Hurricanes? Like LA where, Kings? Where it's just like, they're, they're going to be very good. Like, don't get me wrong. But it's also just like, you just got a bunch of guys who are just very good. Man, I was no terrified. One, no superstars, right? Like I was legitimately terrified you know? that they were going to get um, Hellebuck. I, I was actually worried that that yeah. team was going to have a number one goaltender behind them. But I think you're right. I want to see what Hellebuck does outside of Winnipeg. I want to see what Hellebuck goes i think i just don't know la has four million and change to go and get a goalie now if i'm doing my math right there because velarde is the only guy under contract still well four million change means that's due to a ufa route and i don't know if there's a lot that's of what i mean the UFA no i have follows the only one under contract or yeah it's yeah that's right so that's four million my on top and then of, they added the nine or so eight yeah and a half of, they have yeah. like four or five whatever that if yeah. they don't have to resign any rfas or getting raises and whatnot so i so i just they only have four weird, defensemen it's a weird move by LA. Well, I hope they got, uh, they're good and athletes and $4 million dollars to cap in cap, cap space to move. Like that's a team that took Edmonton to the brink last year. And then Edmonton, you know, took a step further this year, I think, and showed their goaltending can't keep up with us. And so I don't know. I'm all for it. Go, go and make that transaction. LA. I say they only have four defensemen, but then they have guys like Brent Clark who can probably play in the NHL this year. Next year, Jordan Spence is an NHL player probably too. I mean, it'll be interesting. They got Phoenix Cole play who was very good for yep. having goal last year. So maybe they just ride with him and try and do what they did at the deadline. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Cornerstone Insurance. We go check out cornerstoneins.ca. There you will find that Cornerstone Insurance Brokers have been Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. If you visit cornerstoneins.ca, 
.ca forward slash nation, you get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just moments using the discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Get the insurance you need and a discount while you're at it. Everybody's having a good time with that. Of course you are. I want to move on from some of the trades. Uh, Oh, lastly, just on the trades real quick. I don't understand Montreal giving up a first and a second to get Alex Newhook. Me neither. I don't get that one at all. One or the other makes sense, but why do both? Per game guy. I, I love Ryan McLeod, but if that's the rate for Alex Newhook, I'd be curious to see what Ryan McLeod could get. Yeah. He's gotta I mean, be, well, yeah, he's got to be top 20 first round pick. I would like, if it was me, I'd be like, okay, screw the second pick and just make the first pick better. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not saying I want to trade Ryan McLeod. That's not what I'm saying, but I am curious based on that trade, what he could fetch. The other thing too, which I, I didn't know until this moment, Montreal have no money. Hmm. Cap space is zero, and it says all their fans o- are dying over by a million. Yes. That's what I've heard. Don't forget, never forget. Uh, uh, they get more money if they've got no one to sell tickets to. New Hook's five ten <laughs> as well, so they're going short again. Jeez, yep, that'll help. Marty St. Louis loves <laughs> yes. going short. One of us. One of <laughs> us. One of like, us. Honestly, I I know I, th- I think it was John. Yeah, John Scott put out that take a couple weeks ago, being like, "That is one of the smallest teams I've ever seen," and that got people really upset. But like, it's true. At some point, it is a thing. Size at some is point, a thing. like if you've got two two players that are relatively equal skill wise, the advantage is always going to go to Marjorie. the one that's bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Montreal just keeps getting smaller, especially in a co- in a contact sport. Dude, there's been very few Marty St. Louis. Oh, but but Rick, there was a Marty St. Louis. Like so Johnny is everything. a good player who's small, but yep. again, he's an outlier. He's not the norm. He wasn't a superstar. Yeah, and Johnny's never done what Marty St. Louis did. No, but still, he's he's put out. He's got a hundred point season he's under like his belt. A perimeter player, I think. Yeah, which is fine. My point more so is just he's an outlier more so than the norm for a player. Yeah. And anyway, only back at uh, last night's NHL awards. I've got the list of winners. Let's start off with a look at our hero, Connor McDavid. He just cleaned up. He won while well, he was officially given last night, the rocket Richard and the art Ross won both of those for most goals and most points. And then he started off the evening with the Ted Lindsay award. He said in his speech, first of all, took a little jab at Calgary, which I appreciate. Second, this is the award. I'm paraphrasing now. This is the award that is the most prestigious one we give away of the evening, which was perfect given what happened with the Hart Trophy later on in the evening. To me, I don't understand why the Ted Lindsay goes first. If I'm a player in the NHL, which I should be, there's still time. You can draft me. Mm -hmm. I would rather receive an award that was voted on by my peers as opposed to one that's voted on by a bunch of media. Because it's not about the players. It's about the voters. It's about getting all those writers out there and getting their names involved in things. Well, so, there is one name that is floating around today of those writers. So let's talk about <laughs> it. Last night, Connor was one vote away from a unanimous heart trophy, whatever you call it. There's a dude from Pittsburgh. I think we should bleep his name out for the entire We won't episode. even say his name. When we say his name. The we'll dude from Pittsburgh. Yeah. He voted Connor as the fifth place finisher for the Hart Trophy, gave Pasta the first, I guess, the first vote. Yeah. I wrote about it today, and I was just well, like, listen. Did you see that he put Sorokin three? Yeah, there was Kachaka was in there, Sorokin okay, now, was in there. So he put Sorokin three. Now go to the Vesna, and he voted, he voted Allmark, not Sorokin. So he's got Sorokin ahead That's of Allmark sense. in the Hart, but not in the Vesna. <laughs> And for the record, before we let just there's two writers out there that it should be under the under the view. Okay. One Way of to them, go, Liam. <laughs> yeah, the other one uh voted Panarin 
over Connor as first line all star center? No, it was Zabinajed. Oh my bad, whatever. Same even guy. worse. But um, on top of that, the same gentleman had didn't have. I like the I like the uh, the silence. Of the didn't that. have Austin <laughs> Matthews or Connor McDavid on his MVP ballot last year. Which is just ridiculous. At that point, it's like, it, what are we doing? It's yeah. almost like you're slapping the the organization yeah. in the face, like the rest of them, because the rest of those voters took it seriously and took yeah. time to think about it. They, they want the spotlight, and like they you, want before. They, look, sorry, talk about me. Talk about before me you were before podcast. You said somebody made a mistake and then they owned it. Who was? Oh, oh uh, Gord, Gord Miller yeah. voted Eric Stahl for the Selkie. Second, but he wanted to actually vote Jordan Stall. <laughs> but he, but like that could have just easily, just as easily come out, just like this one did, where it's like gets filtered out through the media, and it's. But he owned it because he because he has the respect for that for that organization and the process mm. that he went through to do that. Well, that was a mistake. Yeah, that's exactly it. This other dude doesn't. This other dude doesn't have the respect for it. He's and making it about himself. It just. It, I really appreciate that the that the writers' association has made the the names available because we're able to put a face to this stupidity now. But like, why is that guy still voting? I find it hilarious. uh, And that's why to me, again, this is just another example in my never ending, whatever it is about the Ted Lindsay being the most important award. It's the players that vote on it. Not some fucking guy. Connor said it. Yeah. Connor said it. It's true. Yeah. It's time for the, it's time for every award to have a player voted on element. I think, or give them awards where fans get to vote. I'd like a vote. Yeah, I, I feel like I've got just as much of a uh, reason to be voting on NHL awards as a guy who has Connor McDavid as why the not have three of each best player. Especially in the some of those guys that would used to go to bed at like 10 o'clock, That's exactly which is it. eight o'clock here. And they miss every, they don't even care about watching. In they case, just watch sports center in the morning and try and come up with it after that. In case you've been living under a rock, <laughs> Connor McDavid's 153 points was uh, the most in decades He's watched, he's watched Sidney Crosby a few times. Well, it was almost like I, I was thinking about that as I was driving in today. He's just like, well, Sid didn't have a very good year. I guess I can't vote him for the heart. So nobody can win the heart. And Sid never won a unanimous heart trophy either. So. And Connor lit up the Penguins this year too. So like the games that this dude actually watched with him. And when Connor was in the building, he put up four points, two goals, two assists. The Penguins got booed off the ice that night. It wa- We did discuss that it wasn't the same guy who... It was a different guy that put Zabinajed. Yes. But he was the only person to not vote McDavid. Yes. I'm pretty sure he was the only person to vote Zabinajed in the top three. Also, that I mean, trade is official, and he was a second round pick in it too for going for to three players? Winnipeg. As well? No, it was going a three player. Winnipeg got more? And yeah. the second from Montreal. Winnipeg. Good job. And then. Man, Chevy yeah. with the Winnipeg, Winnipeg trade Winnipeg there. That's yeah. a, for a guy who does not want to be there, has <laughs> yes. but he got traded to Winnipeg and essentially on day one, shift one, he goes, by the way, I'm not re-signing here. Fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> to get that kind of a haul for him. Yeah. Pretty solid work it's by Kevin Chevy day off. Still hope for you guys in Calgary. Before your no, there's players wanted to know. No, there's no. no, there's there's no, no you don't have, no? You don't have no. shovel day off. Is there That's true. Mm. I don't know. Like Craig Conroy hasn't done anything yet. He's got to be sweating in his boots just thinking about this. I just assume Craig Conroy is, you know what? I, I, I still think that he's got the best position this summer because he could just sell off everyone and go, what was I supposed to do? It's true. It's true. There's not going to be a lot of like, oh, you could have gotten better. It's like, could he have? I don't know. I uh, think Frank was saying, I guess quickly, that a lot of those guys would actually stay. And it's not like they hate being in Calgary. They just want different things. Like, Oh, like so Tyler it's like they've Toffoli, got a list of demands. And Tyler Toffoli listen. wants a long-term deal and they won't sign him for a long-term deal because he's 31. 
Uh, Noah Hannafin just wants to play in the US again. Lindholm wants to stay too, but they can't find the dollar figure. And then Backlund. Backlund. That was the one That's that yesterday the made one. me happy because they were like, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember which insider said it, but it was like Flames doing full court press to sign Michael Backlund to a long-term extension or something like that. Yes. Please do sign a guy in his mid thirties to a, like a long term signing. Please do. Um, I would love it. The gentleman who voted for McDavid, <laughs> I didn't vote for McDavid first. His Norris ballot was Adam Fox in first, which is fair enough. And it was Heiskanen, Quinn Hughes, uh, <laughs> Quinn Hughes, M- Mikhail Sergachev, and then Kale McCall was fifth. So Eric, Carlson, he didn't even have Eric Carlson on his ballot. He didn't have Eric Carlson on his ballot. I think he. I think I remember seeing Eric Carlson was seventh on his ballot. Well, I think if you look at these, we need to start talking about relegating some writers down to bloggers and some bloggers <laughs> up to writers. That's all I'm saying. I I'm not just, even saying that I want to vote, but no. like a guy like Tyler, as an example, he could have a Tyler watches way more hockey than dude <laughs> that voted Connor fifth. <laughs> not even having the Norris trophy winner in his top five. Like what? Could you imagine just the votes come in and it comes up on the board and like, Connor McDavid has all of them. And then you see your one vote in fifth and you're like, shit. <laughs> Tomorrow is going to be a tough day. I was thinking about he's sneaking out of his yeah, chair. Yeah, except, except that the guy, like all of these writers put their, their like, they tease out their picks before. Yeah. And like, you could look at your colleagues and see what the hell they're going to be doing. The guy has no excuse unless he's been living under a rock. It's funny you say that, Liam, because in my article about it today, like this was before the news came out of who it was. And I posted, I'm like, all right, who had Connor fifth on their heart ballot? And then I said, everybody said the guys out of Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Because Pasta got the vote. But my note was there's somebody right now walking around Nashville going, oh, fuck. As soon as they find out it's me, my day is going to be ruined. (laughs) Here's the guy at the airport. I love it. Excuse me. Somebody here hitting the bell. Bing, bing. I need to move up my flight. (laughs) If you would like to ask the guy from Pittsburgh why he voted Connor is the fifth best player in the National Hockey League last year. Our friends at AMA Travel would like to help you find him. He's probably calling them. <laughs> He's like, AMA Travel, get me out of Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to save money on travel insurance, cruises, vacation packages, guided vacation, coach tours, hotels, car rentals, attractions, luggage, and accessories, AMA Travel has got everything you need, including, which I personally love, if you go to the amatravel.ca forward slash dream, Just give them a couple of details. They'll spit out a vacation for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What are you smiling about over there, Liam? <laughs> so... This guy, I just read his Calder. Mister. Mister, Mister. Oh, no. He had Stuart Skinner first on his ballot. All right, so we so, like him again. So he's back on the train. <laughs> we like him again. Okay. Someone's getting a Christmas card. All right. You know what? Take back everything I said about you for the last five minutes. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, he had Skinner, Beniers, uh, Michelli, the most Finnish Italian ever, uh, Wyatt Johnston, and then Jake Sanderson. Not a lot of love for Logan Thompson, which I felt was kind of weird. Also, I'm very surprised how big of a gap there was between Baneers and Skinner. In 800 points. 800 points. It mm-hmm. just seems weird. Like, I thought I Skinner had, consistently got better throughout the year as, like, Baneers scoring, actually scoring already went down. He was still scoring a lot of points, but yeah. The, I just think that, wasn't, I think that well. Baneers probably had this early season hype around him and mm-hmm. also... Um, then like just to me, that's like the, once you get a Calder, like that first, like it's that first, like f- one third flagpole when people check in on that, I find that that's usually yeah. the guy that wins it anyways, just because the voters don't think about that. all. The I time, blame right? Connor and Leon unless it's an elite. I player. mean, why wouldn't you pick the guy who finished fourth in his own team scoring is anyway, I had a, a Connor and Leon. bunch of Seattle Kraken fans even though they've been fans probably 15 minutes, allegedly in my opinion in my mentions <laughs> last night. Cause I was just like, listen, I get it. Beneers had a solid season. Oilers don't make the playoffs without Stuart Skinner. Full stop. Seattle makes the playoffs without Matty Beneers. But I have yeah. a guarantee you people are making the argument that Beneers doesn't have a Connor and Leon on the team and oh, Connor and Leon sure. are the only players on the Edmonton Oilers and any goaltender could have done what Skinner did. Well, I'm that's why saying, they play 60 minutes per night, each of them. To all those Seattle fans, your clock has started. You have five years left to win a Stanley Cup, or else you're a failure. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. already. It's it's unfortunate that we cheer for the Oilers because it's like I don't know if you guys have seen that video out of Japan where it was the three professional soccer players against a hundred children. Oh yeah, and they just went and did their thing. And it's unfortunate that the Oilers have two players that do it against five others for 60 straight minutes. It's true. Except for they're not children. And they're not children. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. Frank Cervalli also voted for Stuart Skinner, along with Mike McKenna, the goalie union stays strong. Hmm. Jason Greger, Owen Power. Damn it, Greger. <laughs> That's why you're an intern. That was the difference. We're going to get out of the intern doing that. Gregor, the intern, should have his vote pulled too. <laughs> yes, he should. Is his vote registered as his former employer? He only gets half a vote. Yes. They took away half of it. That's right. That's why he's an intern. <laughs> Go to his Twitter account where it now says Jason Gregor, the intern. Right? Is that his Tyler, Twitter Tyler's going to yell at him right away. He hasn't got, if he hasn't brought Tyler his coffee in a timely fashion, Tyler's Tyler's gonna, Tyler gets mad. He gets pissed. He gets real mad. And Gregor's going to have to deal with that all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was having so much fun today in the Oilers Nation Everyday chat calling him Gregor, the intern. <laughs> oh, fuck. Was I having fun? How was he handling that? Ah, he he, he, he laughed it off. Week. Yeah, he then he said I'm 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you got. Anyway. Anything else from the NHL awards you what that stuck out to you guys? Um 
The Stelter's been I was going to say the Stelter thing was cool. The one thing, so I'm a big fan of Paul Bissonnette. I am. I think he's good for the game. I, you know, his shtick can get tiresome at times. I get that, but like it's part of his shtick, though. Yeah, that's part of it. So, but on the whole, I think that having him on broadcasts is fun. Oh, hundred percent. Just last I like night, it. I thought that he didn't have any dance partners last night, and that made the shtick tiring for me. Yeah, yeah. I from like the things I've seen on Twitter and stuff. So obviously, I'm getting him in like little spurts. I thought he was funny. I didn't mind anything he did. And I laugh for the people who think that they come out on, on Twitter and like, Oh, biz is cringe. Or like, or whatever. You guys I'm not saying cringe. And, I just no, thought but like some people they're literally saying that. It's like, you guys are just old and it's like, they're trying to like have some fun here and open up to a wider spectrum. than just like this, this little part of, you know, the, the population that they've talked to everybody. For me, he needed a dance partner. Because he was trying to do a lot of the comedic heavy lifting on his own and <laughs> his panel mates were just dry toast. Like <laughs> TNT basketball is funny because Shaq and Chuck bounce off each other very well. But the other yes. two are the right other, there too. They're, they're good. There. But I think if you just had the three of them and Chuck and all Shaq, it wouldn't be as good. Like you need those two yeah. guys and yeah, Biz. And the, the best part of last else. night's awards was when Frank Saravalli <laughs> actually wanted to play along with him during the hot chicken sandwich bit. Where See, I, yeah, I... I I, I know you were a little nervous there wondering how Frank was actually going to handle it. Yeah. Uh, I not knowing Frank at all. Anyways, I thought it was funny. I thought, yeah, I thought a lot of these guys are going to just like eat it up because he does have that personality level. That's just, it's just fun to be a part of. Well, here's my thing here on Frank. So again, huge kudos to Frank. Cause he was the only one that played along with biz all night outside of Connor. Actually, yeah. when, if you, if you haven't been paying attention, Biz wants to know about Connor's hot tub has been asking about it for years. <laughs> so then last I think night, it's okay. He's just not, yeah, it's not natural fine. to him. Yeah. So last night he goes to Connor. He goes, well, if you win the heart trophy, I'm going to donate 10 grand to a charity of your choice. If you thank your hot tub and your acceptance <laughs> speech. So Connor just looks at him and goes, how about the Ben Stelter fund? And he Done. goes, deal. So to his credit, Connor, first thing, he just, he gets his heart trophy. He looks over, he goes, well, biz, I want to thank my hot tub. And there's <laughs> 20 G's raised for the Ben Stelter fund right there. Cause Connor said he would match. So I loved that. But again, biz had a dance partner. Yeah. The funny thing about it was Connor's generally pretty starchy, but he ended up being the most fun back to Frank though, where I thought that <laughs> I thought Frank was going to get mad because he got milk on what I assume is not a cheap suit. <laughs> And all I could think of was him sitting there for the remainder of the evening, festering. Cooking under the lights. Cooking under the lights in a milk suit. That's all I was thinking. But I confirmed today he was not upset at all. Milk suit, fine. I didn't, didn't, did it look like he spilt that much? I didn't think it looked that much was spilt. Oh, Frank doesn't waste food. He'll catch it all. But those bio steel, (laughs) those bio steel uh, water bottles, Mm. you need to give them a good, a good squeeze. And then you get a serious stream. I've had to put mine aside and use two others at home instead. That reminds me, actually, I was at the Elks game on Sunday and one of the people I was with bought their six-year-old son, one of those like horn foo-foo Zella yep. things. But those, you got to really give it a toot yeah. for it to make any sound going. <laughs> yeah. So to see a little man with little lungs being like, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. and getting nothing Sorry, out of fella, it was you're very You're not there yet. You're not there yet. <laughs> anyway. Did you get the glasses? Oh, you know I got the glasses. Yeah. You know I got the glasses. <laughs> Liam was wearing your glasses. He's already trying to adopt them for Vegas next year. Oh yeah. Mine are over here. It's, they've worked their way into the uh, rotation already. Speaking of AMA travel, the schedule came out today, boys. Boo. Yes. 
<laughs> we have a meeting to take you behind the scenes really quickly. Every Tuesday morning, we have a meeting at just a zoom meeting for all nation HQ staff, where we kind of check in on the week, go over some stuff. If there's any promotions we got to do, I talk about numbers. I talk about goals, all that shit. So today I said, well, Dan said, somebody said the schedule comes out today. So I, said, I assumed it was going to, yeah, there's a report Hopefully yesterday. We get a little bit of luck with the schedule because we love to do nation vacations. We like to take you guys to different cities to watch the others play and what happened. Well, we can go in anywhere. There's one game <laughs> in Vegas. It is on a Monday. Fine. We can do a Monday in Vegas. No problem. The one game in Nashville is on a Tuesday. We always have Nashville circled. I don't know that we're going to Nashville on a Tuesday, Seattle, two Saturday games doable. But really, there's not a whole lot of great options for nation vacations. See, I, I had my eye on Colorado. That's the last game of the season, <laughs> which is a terrible time to try and watch a hockey game. I still like the Nashville one because it's still what is it, like game think, three of the year. I think we can it's make October. It's I think still we can make Nashville nice work as a start of the season trip, but Either it's just going to be a tight. Tuesday. Who, whatever. It's a Tuesday. Get over we just it. need people to listening to this to tell us that they want to come to Nashville. It's just, I guess, like for us. Yeah, it makes sense. There's nothing with Nashville a nice a watch party there that goes with it, though. It's. Other than the other than yeah. Oh, that we got tons of I got tons of partners. But the no, schedule no, but won't no, allow no, for a watch party. No, there's not a game like oh, I the day saying. before or day after. I, get a gap I can get in the middle a cool and, spot to watch though. No, a thousand percent. There's always a place to go in yes. Nashville. There's the city in the time the city in the yeah. day, I don't really mind. Uh it's just everything else to go with it is not there. So unless we do <laughs> Nashville and then we go sleep at Frank's place in Philadelphia two days later. The cool thing about Nashville though is that there is other there's usually other stuff going on in the city at the same. Uh, yeah. I've yet to look so, at like, I've yet to look at the NFL schedule. Yeah, like can we like go that, to like, so. can we make it work where, yeah. you know, the only thing that I think about is a Nashville game on a Tuesday is probably we would have to come home Wednesday. So uh, Thursday, I think is when the flights leave from Nashville's or Friday, maybe even anyways. Yeah. So if it was we Friday, have, then we can, because there's the game Thursday in Philly. There you go. So then we would have to just ask people to take more yep. time off work than we usually like yep. to do. But, if there's a, you guys a, work hard enough as it is listeners. You guys deserve the extra time off. Take it 100%. off. Tell your boss to f- calm down or even, you know what? Tell your boss to come with us. Or bring your, bring your laptop. We all do trip. a little bit of work group trip. That's true. Work while we're there. I will write you unlicensed doctor notes to get out of work for nation vacations. If we have to go to Myrtle of the week, Liam thoughts? there is a Tennessee Titans game right around who are they playing? The 17th. The Baltimore Ravens Ooh. in Tennessee on the fifteenth. There you go. So, <laughs> so on the Sunday game on Sunday foosball yeah. game, and yeah. that's right there. Like you walk across the end there Broadway and, and yeah. you walk over. What was the other game for Nashville? Tuesday, October the seventeenth. No, it was the two though, right? Oh yeah, um, March something. I think there's March? only one Nashville. And one oh, Vegas. there only one. Or oh wow, well. Vegas. No, there's only one Nashville road game, one Vegas road game. Well, there's your trip. <laughs> official <laughs> it's we did not get any luck with the schedule Zero. it's doable we'll figure it out we always do it's One just you, this is not the layups that we know had who does have to you know who has to prep themselves though who's that those people about three hours south of us because gonna we say, are coming in Oh, oh yeah, was, we're going back to Calgary this year for sure. That was the one benefit to Saturday Road Calgary game. And, and with, I'm going to collect my portion of the taxes I'm paying on the demolition of the Saddle Dome. I'm just going to put my hands out and then Cash like, whatever falls. Yeah, whatever comes down from me. Well, that's chances are it's home. asbestos, so I don't no, know if you, you want to do No, that. you better you better be standing, you better be sitting above uh you better be sitting above Coombe then cuz last time he fell down a couple of rows. Yeah, he falls Coombe into your hands, then what? 
There's a good yeah, chance what yeah. you catch in your hand is a tumbling coomzy. At this rate, with their expected lineup being not very hot, what do you think the chances are that we could upgrade our seats from, you know, we don't have to go up above the clouds, maybe leave the Sherpas to someone else, mm. perhaps even a box. I don't know what we can pull off. Ooh, I wonder how much a box is in Calgary or I'll just break into the I probably. What if we use our tax, our tax credits for that? See, I could be now wrong, but I think that Calgarians treat the Edmonton game like we do the Montreal and Leafs games and they resell the tickets. We don't treat them like... Oh, do you know what I mean? Like the fans well, I bet like tickets. given how to the Flames <laughs> roster is looking to match up, I think it's so. going to be at least 50, 60% of Oilers fans in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. Especially at we're least. There. I've never been to the sad dome. So it'll be nice. Oh, you got to oh, come with us this year. It's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah me and you will go on a wander. <laughs> the, they, oh. they, they just have to uh, around a, the sad dome. Yeah, you'll be, a child, you'll be in a child's birthday for that's 20 big, minutes. That's a big day for you. <laughs> I'm a big fan of wandering the saddle. Though. Drinking yeah. old fashions that are old. not the tastiest drink in the world. <laughs> they put in a new policy last year that made it so that we couldn't buy tickets properly for the battle. We'll of see if so that carries over. We'll though. see if they understood that we didn't come last year and they saw the hit of it because of that. Well, at at the very least, you think like that's a hundred plus tickets just done. Yep. You know? Yep. Anyway, think of all the, think of all the sales they'd have at Singapore Sam's. (laughs) Come on. I'm ready to break some chopsticks and dance. Yeah. God, Singapore Sam's. What a crazy little place. I can see you there. Oh, I've been. I can absolutely see you there. Have you been with the crew? You've never been in the vibe. I've been with my crew. You guys have a high energy level. It was. There's a reasonable chance where we end up at Singapore Sam's at like 2 a.m. and you see Jay Downton take his clothes off. It's true. (laughs) It has been done before. It has. I've also saw him buy a whole bus bin of just of beer. He just bought like the rest of the beer at the end of the night. <laughs> Anybody want a beer? beer? Everyone's like, no, not really. Not, not really. He's got like 34 <laughs> beers in front of him. The worst label he's ever seen. Uh, there you go. Singapore Sam's. I love Singapore Sam's. Yeah. The, anyway. I could, yeah. Speaking of the flames and the Calgary (laughs) on the Jeff Merrick show earlier this week, Elliot Friedman told a story about how an Oilers player texted him and said they knew if they had won the battle of Alberta series in the playoffs a couple years ago, that they could possibly break up the, the flames. (laughs) Is this one of those stories? Did we talk about this? Yeah, we, we did before we We said we weren't going to say it on the, no, we did not. No, on Friday we did right before we recorded. I just like, is this one of those ones where it's like, yeah, did that really happen? It just, I said, it feels like Zdeno Chara saying that he watched the Canucks. Uh, Which I believe you need more context behind it. I would. Yeah. I, what's the context? Just, on? I bet it was like, they got to like game four or five and they're like, if we do this, we're going to crush that I don't think it was like game one, walking into the dressing room. Like, Hey boys, oh, if we finish four, this series off in two years, Elias Lindholm's going to want to walk. <laughs> you've been lining up. You've Johnny Goudreau has been like in tears the yeah. whole time. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Kachuk, they're tapping him on the back. Like if you leave, I leave. And they heard that obviously. <laughs> so yeah, pretty obvious. Uh, yeah. I don't and think the goaltender is not very good. He's overpriced. <laughs> True. Mm. It's true. Yeah. I just think something that came up later in the series and then it went from there. It was definitely not something that they went into the series thinking. I just, if they did, then that is even I then, love that. I love that mentality. Go in there, take all their hope, I'll rip their soul out. Yeah. I could see that's a coach what we're here maybe? for. 
a coach or a staff member being like, hey, you know what, you guys? Staff member, yes. I think coach needs to stay more even keel, but the players, sure. The coach has to be like, okay, like calm down here. Hold on. I get what you want to do, but let's just go, you know, let's go win the first period today. Like, no, let's tear their soul out. They probably was just looking down on the bench and you can just, you can redo entire team by the the look of a bench. Look at Connor's OT winner. Yeah. Goudreau was already down the tunnel into the (laughs) dressing room. But he had to skate off already. Anyway, boys, I know you're excited. We haven't done a Tuesday episode of Oilers Nation Radio in a while, so that means the opportunity to bring back the one and only word association wow, is here. I didn't think we were right. doing this it is here. We don't have Tyler. Tyler checked in for a second. Listen, then. I put in three and a half minutes of effort. Wow. On this. And you that's what the fine options. folks at Wilhock Beef Jerky are paying for. Two and a half more minutes than Tyler does. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in Leduc, <laughs> Spruce Grove Road, West Edmonton Mall, there is a spot for you to pick up some Wilhock Beef Jerky, and damn it, do you deserve it. It's delicious, number one. It's always going to be delicious. Number two, it's very delicious. Number three, did you catch all that? When you yep. did the second one, I was like, did he know that he said delicious already? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want some jerky? But he's not wrong. May I recommend a garlic sausage or a garlic pepperoni, whatever those things Also are. grab pepperoni a jar of the pickled so eggs. Good. They looked fantastic. Yeah, Rick keeps telling us about these yeah, pickled eggs. Yeah, I gotta go eggs, investigate these pickled eggs. We need, uh, we need Wilhawk to... Do you like a good pickled egg? All right, buddy, I, I love, love a pickled, pickled egg. egg. Okay, good, good, good. That's what I'm hoping I got, but We need boots on the ground yes. here to get some of these pickled <laughs> eggs. I've heard here. rumors of this Wilhawk pickled egg. My my father drove oh, for yes. two buses and <laughs> for three hours. He did. He went on a journey Wilhawk, to get yes. those. Wilhawkbeefjerky.com. We've got... Well, I've got... Let me see here. I've got four little Ooh. questions for you for word association. We're just going to go around the horn. Dan, Rick, Liam, then back to me. I'm going to play along. Cause you know, why not? Dan, are you ready? I'm ready. Connor McDavid getting a fifth place heart trophy vote is bananas. Hey. Asinine. <laughs> Disrespectful to the game. Ludicrous. Luda. But not the rapper. <laughs> Damn it. Reverse order, Liam, you're first. Kyler Yamamoto will be a blank after the draft. Uh um, not an oiler. Mm-hmm. Rick? <laughs> I was going to go with non-oiler. Let's go with Kraken. Ooh, a winger. Yeah, I mean, that is true. Uh-huh. He will stay there. Uh, I'm going to be still available. No, I think they have to. After the there. draft? Yep. Didn't they buy him out? It's Me not oh, feedback they- on word association. Listen, it's word bio, association. Bio windows a little bit after too. So, you so it's Friday. Oh, you have to buy them out on, you have to put them through waivers on Thursday and then buy out Friday. When's the second bio window open though? Like somebody's oh, going to file for arbitration. I, I would imagine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming it's later it has on to be opened by somebody. It's like Pandora's box. Oh, number three, Dan. Literally. Actually, I have five questions. I can't count. <laughs> number three, Dan. I'm already running out of breath. <laughs> no, save your words then. <laughs> <laughs> I expect Clem Costin to rip it up. No fair. Rick. Be an oiler. Liam. Resign. Uh, I'm going to say head to the K. Oh, that's sad. See, okay. So I, I know what I've seen tweeted out today. And I thought a lot of those were a little bit worse than what I actually heard when I listened to the, uh, when I listened to, to Holland. I don't really believe that they're far away. I don't believe you can be far away in this situation. Um, he's not asking for $2 million. I know that. Um, I do wonder though, with a flat cap, with it going nowhere, mm. 
if they're not talking. And first of all, he said he may not even qualify him. That would be stupid. That'd be, yeah. He goes from 750, 825 or something like that yeah. with a qualifying offer, right? Being 10% or something. So yeah, like if that. he leaves to the K, he leaves to the K. Yeah. I could, so, so I had to reassess what I, what I was thinking there before. And I, I do believe it'll get done. I do. I, I know pretty well for a fact that it's not really about the money. So as long as the Oilers are making their, their offer, I think it's going to be taken. I know there's most likely an opportunity to go to Russia. That's obvious for him. Um, so maybe no in the worst case scenario, I think he maybe goes there for one year, then comes back when the cap goes through the roof next year. Currently. But I think he's, I think he, I think he stays here and I think you're gonna get him at like 1.2 or three. We'll see. And we'll see if the Oilers want to pay that. And I don't see why you're not. I think if they get, if, if Bukestad goes somewhere else, then Costin stays and they may try and go for a Bukestad before the Costin, but the coaches want him here. That, yeah. I think he stays here. Currently Liam, you're up next. The Oilers have three draft picks heading into the first round tomorrow. Nothing happens until day two and 56. The Oilers will have blank draft picks at the draft. Four. Yeah. My trade. I think they'll trade down from two. The Oilers will have blank draft picks at the draft. Four. Yeah, I'm going to trade. Dan. Sank. They're going to trade down twice. I'm uh, going to say four. Uh, I bet they trade down two. Allen's done it twice already that I can think of off the top of my head of the draft. He likes his bullets I, in the chamber. I was thinking about something today. What were you thinking about today? The Oilers love to scout European players. They do. And not Ontario players. As not Ontario. Out. Strictly Quebec. not Ontario. And I looked it up and they, they have a director of European scouting. I wonder Who if they'll, it? I can't remember his name. He I bet he you played for years. Is it Kevin? No, it's Milan something. He played. Kitsnar. No. Yeah, was, I was trying to get <laughs> No, I'm trying to find his name. But my theory is, is that the Oilers are going to get a Russian player really late in that six seventh. And then eventually he'll be like, it's kind of like when so I got do Petrov. You, do you, oh, I was going to say, do you think it's going to be a Russian player that probably would have gone in like the a, second or third round. if this is a normal world? And yeah. now because he's going to get fucking. Yeah, because only a few teams have been able fair. to actually see him. They did it last year. I can't remember the guy's name, but they drafted him out of Russia and he looks to be pretty good. So they've done it now a couple of years in a row. I wonder if they'll try and snag another one this year. Smart. Something I thought about with like Mitchkov, everyone's talking about, no one's seen him. It's like, well, he's not the only Russian player in this draft. He's in New York right now. I know, which is wild. We've seen him. I, I want to go back, back to the thing too. Like, I don't know why you guys worry about it. No good players have ever come out of the OHL. That's true. <laughs> I can't name one. We don't need on ninety seven. Try no. and See, find with, one. With, with like a guy like Mish, Mishkov or whatever. If he does have to stay in the in the K for a couple of years, that's perfect for the Oilers. They don't need him right away, right away, right? Like, I, in fact, I would say that's ideal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if he drops to us in the second round, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, you take him at 56. <laughs> I think we take a flyer. Mm-hmm. That Mil- Milan Tish- Tishy. Oh, did he play in the NHL? Old uh, Tishy, they call him. Barely. I thought he did. He was with the Columbus Blue Jackets until last year. So this is his first season as the head of European scouting. So you got to think with one of those three picks, they're going to let I don't want to get a nitpicky here, but uh, I'm not so sure Russia is a part of Europe. Russia is not a part of Europe. Yeah, it is. Well, it's, of course it's it is. considered. It's considered. <laughs> I think Europe. it's both. Well, well, I, it's both. Area. I don't it's think it's a part of Europe. Though, it's considered for it? Europe for North American purposes. I think it's the only country in the world that's part of both. That's part of two continents. Sorry. Russia's its own continent, isn't it? No. <laughs> no. You're thinking of Africa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
shit. Australia. Australia is its own continent as well. Antarctica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then to and um, I guess yeah, yeah. it is. Part of Asia <laughs> and Europe. There you go. <laughs> and the United uh, States. Does the Asian line cut off on Russia and we just don't <laughs> I'm not too familiar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely part of Europe. We consider it Europe for North American scouting purposes. <laughs> Your but geography lessons OHL. brought to you by Will Hog Beef Jerky. <laughs> Last question asked, or uh, word association, Dan. We will go on blank nation vacations this year. Five. Whoa. Whoa. If you, well, I guess well, that's three, I think three flights and two bus trips. I was going to say, we have to make a, a clarification here. Yes. There's nation vacations and there's nation road trips. Yes. I think we're going to do two and two. All right. Liam? I think the nation vacation will go to three cities this season. Which ones? Calgary, Vegas, and Seattle. I think we're going to do two and two, probably. Both Calgary games in Calgary, and then I could see us going Vegas, Seattle. That's I Maybe. I have a suspicion Toronto might be in the mix still, but if we can get back in a box again, I had a blast in Toronto. That's, yeah. I That's ate when the Oilers started losing that game. I shit you not. I probably ate four steaks because there's a Toronto, <laughs> there's a Toronto, Ottawa, or uh, back, back to back or close to yeah, yeah. Dave. Maybe there's a day between them or something. So, like anyways, the nice peppercorn sauce, five, something like that. nice peppercorn sauce. Come on. Green peppercorns. Oh yeah, buddy. Oilers are losing. I'm crushing steaks. Oh, That's nice. what I do. That's what I do. Uh, before we get to, that's kind of all I had on the agenda. I got a very <laughs> exciting announcement to make before I forget. I got four emails about it, so I might as well remember. <laughs> on September 1st, mark your calendars. Marking. Out in Mill Woods, we are going to be having the Oilers Nation open. Dan, what is this, six or five? I don't remember. I was trying to think about it. Uh, I Pressure's think this on. might even be four. Because oh, the, the thing that happened. Because the blink, the blink, yeah, three the blip. Is it four? No, it's five. You're right. No, yeah, it's five. It's five. Three of them. Three of them. Cougar, Cougar last year, and, and then, then this yeah, year, five. Yeah, five. Oilers Nation Open number five. Mark it down. September first. That's a Friday leading into the long weekend. You're looking for some bad decisions, some poor life choices. That is the day to get them started. You haven't been to an Oilers Nation Open. I encourage you to go. They are a blast. We're going to have prizes to give away. We're going to raise some money for the good Jason Greger Foundation. We're going to watch Jason Greger cry. cry. <laughs> Very important to me every year that Fifth we watch time. Jason Greger cry. We need to get a line down on that. Unlike the over under. Like there a time is line? no co- line. You know, over under, over under gonna, six seconds. Kind of oh, how yeah, long we're gonna, it lasts yeah, or how long no, into? No, before it starts. Yeah. In, uh, well, I'm going to say into. Like we're going to do it like the uh, the anthem at the Super Bowl. And I'll just stand That's behind okay, him. That's okay, because I'll stand behind him with a clock. starts his thank yous. Yeah. I'll just sneak up behind him with a big clock, and he'll be like, what the hell is <laughs> going on? exactly what we need. Like, right behind Gregor will be doing his speech, <laughs> thanking everybody, telling the story of Gregor's grads, what it means to everybody. And behind him, Dan will have a clock with <laughs> the over-under. As soon as he starts crying, uh, I just hit it, and it goes, bing, and then he bing, starts bing, crying, bing. and everyone starts <laughs> cheering, and he goes, what is this? Someone's in close looking for the first teardrop? Yep. Oh, you could get through Gatorade. Then we can guess the Gatorade too. Oh, <laughs> we just dump it on him. Yeah. Yeah. I guess purple. Yeah, that's fair. It's blue or bust. <laughs> Swamp water. Just put them all together in one, <laughs> one big mix. <laughs> anyway, watch out for that. I'm going to have the usual article. We are going to be launching on the 4th of July. That is a Tuesday. This tournament sells out. If you want to participate, it's going to be a group of four. 
We're going to have all the details for you officially on July 4th, but I get to announce it today. The Oilers Nation Open coming up September 1st. That is a Friday leading into the long weekend. You're going to want to be there. You want to look at Dan? There's your opportunity. I will be there. That's there right in go. my backyard. I'm going to walk to the golf course. That's and then you're going to call it all day. Yep. Maybe I'll take my cart home from around the day before. Yeah, right? best, part of, best part about this is, is that it's Cougar Creek was fun, but going there was a good time. <laughs> that bus <laughs> ride back, back though back was a 45 minute nap. Zone, Quiet yeah. bus ride. <laughs> How would you go? No, you guys ended up at the casino last time. Oh, well, it happened. <laughs> Detours. Listen, it happened. Detours. You know what? Sometimes the crap table, they come a calling. <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever lost $200 faster in my life than that night at the river. Creek. <laughs> we hit the craps tables and we left the craps tables. Anyway, there you have Shortly it. after. Watch out on our socials. We're going to have links. It's going to be up at nationgear.ca. That's where you get your, register your teams. Again, we're going to be raising some money for the Jason Greger, uh, Greger's grads. We're going to have a blast out at Mill Woods on September 1st. Good. Excellent. What it else used to be a about? garbage dump. Fun fact. There mm. you go. That's the circle of life, Dan. The circle. One minute you're a golf. One minute you're a dump. Next minute you're a golf course. I emerged from that garbage dump. That's where I was born. <laughs> born in it. For our friends at adopted it. Betway. <laughs> For our friends at Betway, I am looking now that the NHL awards are over. I'm still I, I'm eyeballing Connor McDavid to win the heart again next year. Even money. Still even. Oof. I mean, the odds are gonna drop here. He's going to put on one skate and their odds are going to drop. What about Dylan Holloway Calder odds? He won't be eligible. eligible anymore. Really? Uh, What's the cutoff? Yeah, he would be. Well, he played like Surely. 40 games. What? Oh, Dylan that Holloway. Blink. When? This season. He was out by like December. Didn't he How play? How many games like, did he play? We're going to look this up. We have the technology, Liam. Do we? I don't think so. I think we should just end the podcast. An, H, <laughs> an encyclopedia. Could go H. anywhere. Last year. Dylan Hall. Holy shit. How many games do you guys think? Oh, Hall man. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going to guess like 47. Direct, what do you think? I just took that number out of my head. 42 then. <laughs> I'm going to guess 38. Somehow, somewhere. He played 82 games. He played 51 <laughs> games in 2022. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What, so, what yeah, do you guys think of the odds are of Raffle Lavoie? <laughs> Colder <laughs> trophy. Goodness gracious. I got a sneaky suspicion. Well, this might be waiting a few more years to yep. get to that category. Mm. Yeah, I don't think we have. Who would it be next Corgo. year? <laughs> Broberg might be eligible. How about this one for Broberg, a little yeah. Betway boosted bet? Vladdy Guerrero started to heat up a little bit. A couple of dingers recently. Vladdy Dinger against the Giants today, plus 450. How about that stat? I know Tyler likes Kevin Gosman in that one. He does, really yeah. So he's got, if I remember correctly, off Oilers Nation every day, he's got Jays to win and Gosman over 6Ks. Yes. How about the stat that the Jays have been the best team in the AL in the last like 40 games or something like 17 and 11, whatever that adds up to 29. You want to 28. You want to hear it. You want to hear like a, number one in, number one in going, the American league. Are you going to read Alec Manoa? You want to hear a funny stat line? <laughs> yes, please. Yes. So Mr. Alec Manoa mm-hmm. today, yes, rookie please. ball, 2.2 innings. <sighs> oh no. <laughs> well, at least he got, Oh no, is right. Result. Okay. Oh, so, no. Two and two thirds innings. To be Rookie fair, ball. sorry, Rick. He didn't get out of an inning the last time he pitched in a real game. So this is big. <laughs> this is really big. He did two and two thirds. Yeah, yes. Okay, right. here we go. Progress. Hits. Oh, come uh, on. 
10. Holy Runs cow. 11. Earned 11. Balls 2. Strikeouts 3. Is home runs 2. Is he not playing two. T-ball? He's, <laughs> he's literally playing teenagers. Home runs 2. An ERA. I've never actually seen one this high, but 37.13. He's an absolute guys. unit, and I've I seen. do not understand that. Well, and to be, uh, and I won't be able to find this, so I'll just have to paraphrase it, that uh, Oh my Coach came out today and was like, he wasn't overly upset about it. They said they're happy with what he's been doing down there. Well, how? Before today, obviously. He literally is. Is he throwing underhand? (laughs) He's in a slow pitch men's league. Oh, no. Damn. It's incredible. Uh, the, oh, so that July 1st call up that a lot of people were eyeing. Yeah, it's probably uh, not going to yeah, happen. I don't know if that one's in the books. I mean, we you see can try. There, there were, the Angels scored 25 runs the other day. That's you know? true. Without uh, the fifth inning. Didn't they do yeah. it without Trout? And probably. Otani or something like that. At so? least Kikuchi's back, but all it cost was Alex Manoa. Alex <laughs> Manoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Goodness man. That gracious. is brutal. They oh. got, still got that guy coming back, though, right? The Japanese pitcher they got from the Dodgers a few years ago, Ryu. Oh yeah, yeah, he should be around Canada uh, today. He had Tommy John. Yeah, Tommy John. Okay, so that'll be that'll be an upgrade. That's gonna fix everything. Because people are like, why haven't they acquired a rotation pitcher? And it's like, well, can wait. Can you wait a month? Which they've been clearly maybe not. Yeah, maybe not, but. Although the good news is, is baseball's got 2,000 games in a season. Those <laughs> Jays still have another half to play. Yeah, they. Oh boy, that's for those for those who care. Evgeny Dadanov, two-year deal worth 2.25. With Vegas? Oh, was it, what was he with? Dal- Resign. Dadanov is in Dallas? Extension. It just seems like one of those guys who's who played plays for everywhere. He was ceremoniously <laughs> traded from Vegas, and then they, did like, no, oh, they didn't they, follow his no trade or something right, like that. Right, because he was to Ottawa, I think it was. He's like, yeah, something like, he's like Will Ferrell at the beginning of the baseball season a couple years ago. What did he do? He played, for, he played in like the beginning day, the opening day. They had like eight games. Yeah. He suited up in every in all eight games. Oh, like flew, so he flew around, so came in, fun. made a play, threw a pitch, back on an airplane, flat on the nice joint. That's awesome. Hilarious. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Dadnov's in that group. It, honestly, it's Dadnov, Yamak, and Gurganov. Just same person, first of all. And he just played for literally all 32 teams in the NHL. Jason Greger uh, yesterday here. speculated that stay the Oilers have a $1.1 million offer on the table for Matthias yeah. Yamark. He said on the show today too, it's probably closer to even closer to 1 million than we maybe think, which I mean, people were complaining about it. It's I like, didn't understand that at guy. all. I if thought he was going to get maybe the same as what he got last If you're going to get Matias Yamark, a guy who, does he not have a 20 goal season under his belt? I think he has a couple. A guy that plays on your fourth line for a million bucks that can play in all, like he kills penalties a little bit. He can chip in with a little bit of offense. Like, I don't understand what we're complaining about. Yeah. I've been on, yeah, I said all year he's going to stay here. So, anyway, I want to give a shout out lastly to our friends at Star Mechanical. They are Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. They've been working with within the community for over 20 years. Many of the homes built in Edmonton over the last two decades have their plumbing and heating systems installed by Star Mechanical. They work with local, uh, top local winning winning home builders, award-winning home builders on their new homes, and they will work closely with you on making sure that all of this is done correctly. Star Mechanical, they are your home for plumbing and heating in Edmonton. Before we wrap up the podcast, gentlemen, does anyone have any bold predictions for the next? We've got today's Tuesday. we got the draft Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Friday, I'm going to be a hungover bag of shit because I'm going to blink on Thursday. Nice. I'm I didn't getting, so. 
going, <laughs> I will not go. I will go, Liam. <laughs> and then we got free agency kicking off on Saturday. So we got a big four days here. Any bold predictions as we end off the podcast? We'll be back on Friday, but today. My bold prediction for the draft Let's is go. Mitch Kov goes second. Who's in second right now? Anaheim. Fantilli. Instead of Adam Fantilli. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also reports right coming out right now that Will Smith might actually go third to Columbus. It's amazing. Where the range of that. It's crazy. I thought you were going to say he's going to be performing why. during the draft. Adam? I thought you were going to say he's going to Well, I'm just curious what he does when he gets on stage with Batman after his he's last performance. slap him a good one. <laughs> <laughs> just breaks into the... It's here and I like it. Mm. The so, millennium? Come on. <laughs> so my bold prediction, it seems a little bit unlikely, but now that he's actually in North America... I think team is going to be way more intrigued to actually talk with him and, and see what he's like, I guess. So Mitchkov second is my bold prediction. My bold prediction is that the Oilers will make a trade for a, uh, a trade, a roster player, not named Kyler Yamamoto over the next handful of days. He's got to clear some cap space. I think Ken's going to get something done. He's wily. Mm, apparently they've been trying to be very active. Well, Apparently they've been active, but haven't been able to. All right. I'm going to go then. I'm going to say that now I saw something that said today that Carson Soucy most likely will not be signing in Seattle. So I'll call that. They already got the jersey made. Cody Soucy is shipped out and they put all their chips in getting Soucy in there. Dan, you got a bold prediction over the next four or five days? I think that Nashville is going to make some weird moves this weekend or this week with Barry Trotz being in there and trying to put his stamp on things and trying to make some news at the draft. Disrespectful, in my opinion, that they didn't give Leon some kind of award last night. Mm -hmm. Dude, he stole their souls already. How much more do they... A percentage of ownership. (laughs) Maybe a plaque. I believe that's just understood. You know, something like that. Maybe a sash at the very least. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's all. I can see him wearing one. I mean, I don't, I'm not greedy. Just give him a banner. Fine. They do just give a banner to anybody or exactly. anything. Could you imagine if they put up a what banner? What was that? They, they, it was like they, they won a game on November 27th. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The banner wasn't, it was a regular season Western Conference champions or something. Yeah, that's the one that got them. Although I can't make fun of other teams for hanging banners when we got a fucking Garth Brooks banner up. In our Yo, ain't no one's done nine shows like that. Oh, nine's coming <laughs> oh for him. God, I would. Nobody would show up. In fact, up, you know what? He had he owned that place so often. He's the one who hung it up. <laughs> we just have no way of getting it down. <laughs> put a padlock on it and he yes. only knows the he combination. He sent Treasure Yearwood up on a fucking, yeah. uh, on a cherry picker. She's actually you know staying who, up there. Right it now, was, it was a Skyreach Center. A Skyreach thing. Mm. Lift. Yeah. A scissor lift. You know what I'm talking about. Nah. Yeah. Thank you. Skyreach. It'll always be Skyreach Center to me. They kept one around just for, you know. Yep. Feel good. I miss that old barn. I miss it. Tyler misses that old barn too. Wouldn't know because he never shows up. Mm. Mm. Yep. Avoid the grind. It's because he's at Tootsie's right now and I'm very jealous. I'm also jealous. That's why I did not let Tyler on the right now. today. Did you notice how he was like pretending that he couldn't hear us? He was doing that. I've seen this before on television. What are you trying? I think I'm going through a tunnel. If you catch Tyler avoiding the grind and you're listening to this right now, hit us all up. Tyler does like to avoid the grind. We need to keep our eyes on him. His video was right from the edge of the... of the patio of the outdoor patio. So it looked like there's trees behind him, but he was just like leaning over the edge. Yep. <laughs> I know what he's up to for our friends at oodle noodle cornerstone insurance, AMA travel. 
Will Hawk Beef Jerky, Star Mechanical and Betway. This is Oilers Nation Radio. We're going to be back on Friday to wrap up the draft, preview free agency. And then we're all going to be back in here on Saturday for free agency if there maybe some emergency podcasts are going to be in order. We'll see what happens. Until then, have a great week. Play Where's the Love on YouTube. Play Where's the Love. <laughs> Doesn't have enough views for Liam's liking. Nobody knows that song that's number one on the Black Eyed Peas list. Nobody knows. It makes no sense. Anyway, there you have it. Have a great week, everybody. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.